everybody. Welcome back to Swipe Lust. I'm your host today, Emily Lyons. I'm also a professional matchmaker and the founder and CEO of Lions Elite. Now, as a top matchmaking agency, we hear from people on the daily how frustrated they are with modern dating, how confusing it is, how stressful it is, and that finding a great partner feels impossible. So first of all, if that's you, just know that you are absolutely not alone. Seriously. But I'm going to be going through all the advice that you need to be able to find and succeed in a relationship. So we've done all the groundwork. You're welcome. (laughs) So let's dive in. And this is really all the dating advice you will ever need, again, to find that great relationship. And it starts with respect. Every strong relationship is built on respect. Couples who have been together for a long time often say this. So if you are on a date and you feel like the other person isn't treating you right, speak up. It starts at the very beginning. Tell them how you feel. If it continues, probably not a right match for you. And always remember to treat your date with respect as well. It goes both ways. So what does showing up with respect in a relationship really mean? Well, it's about listening, understanding, and really valuing the other person's feelings and opinions. It means not making fun of them or putting them down. I think that it's really about being kind and thoughtful and remembering the small things because quite often those simple things aren't small at all. Like saying please and thank you and remembering things they told you, sending them songs you love. You know, for me, one of the key signs of respect, especially on a date, is making sure the other person gets home safely. Honestly, it's surprising how many people don't follow up with a simple text to check in. Hey, I had a great night just making sure you got home okay. You know, being a woman specifically comes with its own set of fears, especially on a date with someone new. So gentlemen, do the respectful thing. If you can, walk her to her car, which you should be able to, or call her an Uber or drive her home and just make sure she texts you once she gets home safe, you know? And it goes both ways. You can text the man, vice versa. And even if you've realized that they're not the one for you, ensuring their safety is a basic act of kindness and respect. All right, the next thing is not rushing intimacy. And I don't just mean this physically. I also mean this emotionally. So it isn't about how fast you can share your deepest secrets with somebody. And people often think that this is a sign of things going well, telling them everything about you, telling them your entire story. But really, it's about creating a comfortable space where both of you feel free to be yourselves at a good pace. And yes, you might feel an urge to spill your all your feelings, what you're thinking on the very first date, maybe, or very early on. And that's usually because we're so excited because we just can't wait to get to know them better. And we think that it's a sign of honesty, but taking things slow ensures that you both have the time and space to understand and trust each other. Yes, honesty is a virtue, but timing is just as important. So sharing too much too soon, it can make things awkward or create unnecessary pressure. Like some people don't know how to respond to that. Some people feel pressure to then reciprocate with their own stories and they don't want to do that. So even if your heart is racing and you are tempted to lay it all out there, just remember there's value in patience and letting things unfold naturally. You know, after all, it's only the first of many conversations, hopefully, and there's a whole journey ahead to truly get to know each other. And if it doesn't work out, well, then good. You haven't spilled your guts to somebody that you're not going to talk to again. But it also leaves a little mystery. And men specifically like a little bit of a chase. They like a little bit of mystery. So that being said, I think it's important not to reveal 
too much too early. And it's also really important not to reveal negative things early on, trying to keep things positive and upbeat. Nobody likes trauma dumping, but our past have a way of shaping us, molding our views and creating our stories, what we talk about, what we share about ourselves. But when it comes to the early stages of dating, it's the here and now that matters most. It's not about the past. So share stories of things that are current, current adventures, not that lingering baggage, as valuable experiences that we may have had, and they may have crafted the person that we are today. They're not really relevant, at least not right now. And over time, as trust and connection deepen, there's going to be countless moments to delve into the stories of the past, to laugh at maybe (laughs) old choices, old memories, old people you dated. But on those initial dates, let your present self talk. Showcase your growth, your evolution. And while, yes, your past is an important chapter in your life story, remember to introduce it gradually, ensuring that your current narrative takes center stage. That's one of the biggest complaints that we do hear from people after a first date is they talked about their ex. Honestly, nobody likes it, especially if it's a negative conversation. It's a huge red flag for a lot of people. Okay, the next thing that I want to talk about is embracing authenticity. People try to be somebody that they're not. And I think that is largely due to social media and how we show up online and showing the best versions of ourselves all the time. But in today's world where there's that subtle push towards fitting in, And standing out by being your true self becomes so valuable. And so, you know, if high heels aren't your thing and you're more of an Uggs person, well, wear them when you're walking through the park or whatever, (laughs) where it's appropriate. Or if you're more of a plaid person than a formal suit jacket, well, if it's appropriate, go for it. But don't pretend to be somebody you're not. It might be easy to pretend to be this type of person, but it's exhausting to maintain. And really, you want someone to fall for the real you, your quirks and all. Quite often, that's what makes you the great person that you are. After all, what's the point in pretending? The best relationships are built on genuine connection and authenticity. So when you're stepping out for that date, you want to let your true self shine. And when someone falls for you, you want them to be falling for who you actually are. Otherwise, what's the point? And that's a connection that will last. And at the heart of really any thriving relationship is genuine connection. It's not just about talking, but actively engaging, sharing your thoughts, your loves, your passions, and then seeking their perspectives and actually listening. Another big complaint we get from people is that they didn't listen to them. They talked their ear off and they didn't give them a chance to talk. So people love to talk about themselves. It's one of the things we all love to do, myself included. And so actively listening to the other person, making sure that it's kind of even, asking them great questions shows that you genuinely care and you want to know more about them. But honesty should form the backbone of these interactions. And it's how trust is built and understanding is cultivated. So whether you're expressing appreciation for the time spent together or sharing concerns, being genuine is so essential. And while it's really, it's natural to want to impress them, It becomes like a game and playing games or holding back genuine compliments isn't the way. If you think someone looks nice, tell them. True connection stems from authenticity, not performance. True connection stems from authenticity, not performance. And I think that's just so important. So next time you're on a date or in a relationship, remember, it's the real sincere conversations that forge the strongest bond. Okay, my friends, I hope you're sticking with me. I hope you're enjoying this so far and I hope you're taking some notes. But 
Many of us have a mental checklist for our ideal partner. And this has become even more so with the rise of dating apps and even matchmakers because we think that we can just create this list of everything we want in a partner. And it becomes almost like build a human. But the best relationships don't come out that way. That's not how it happens. You know, making that mental checklist for our ideal partner is great. And absolutely, you should know what you're aiming towards. But don't get super specific and don't have a very specific type because life has a really curious way of showing us that love doesn't always fit neatly into boxes. I mean, sure, you might have pictured someone who shares every interest, you know, like me, I love sex in the city, or maybe you love Harry Potter, whatever it might be. But love quite often thrives on differences. And yes, similarities are great. Things like both loving to live a fit lifestyle, but it's also okay to blend shared things and shared perspectives with unique ones. They often enrich relationships, having those different passions. And being too strict with my type, and I'm I'm doing quotes over here, it can mean that you miss out on someone incredible just because they didn't tick every box that you have. And in fact, real life romance often comes to be in the most unexpected ways. You know, if you think back to how we used to meet people, it was you were an event or you were in a bar or something and you saw somebody that caught your eye and you went over and you just started having this great conversation and it was going and you had that attraction and it went from there. It wasn't like you pulled out this laundry list that they had to meet all your checklist. It was just natural. And now we focus on so many other things. So the next time you're on a date or the next time you match with someone or you're introduced to somebody, try to remember that love isn't about finding someone who fits a mold. It's not about finding someone who checks all your boxes, but about discovering a connection, a connection that feels great, that feels right, that flows. And after all, our hearts are often far better than our lists. So listening to your heart and following that. And I also challenge people, challenge our clients to have open minds. Know what your core deal breakers are so you're non-negotiables. Maybe there's three of them, five of them, but be flexible with the rest. It's very hard to gauge attraction from a profile. The best thing you can do is have a conversation with somebody. See if there is something there. I can't tell you how many times I've had people look at a profile and say, "Mm, they're not my type. Then they meet them and they're blown away and they hit it off. So be open-minded and also push back with what your core negotiables are because those non-negotiables, those core deal breakers should be things that are really important to you. So maybe it's something like they want to have children as well. It shouldn't be something like they need to be six one minimum. Yes, maybe you find six foot one people attractive, but guess what? That's not going to make a great relationship. So ask yourself, why is this important to me? Now, something that is important is to talk about and discuss your goals and values with a potential partner. Because aligning with a partner is making sure that you have some sort of shared goals, values, and aspirations. And again, they don't all have to be the same, but you want to make sure that you want to move to the same place so that if you both want children, well, great. That's a goal that you both share. And that's important because you have to be on the same page for that. So the goals that are most important need to be aligned. Things like if you are an entrepreneur and your focus right now is building a successful company that's a brick and mortar, well, you probably are going to have troubles if the person you're dating is retiring and wants to travel the world. (laughs) You may not be a good match. So making sure that those goals that are going to really affect your life and your relationship are aligned. And that, again, comes down to talking about it. The foundation of a strong relationship is understanding 
why you are with someone. So beyond attraction and fun, there should be a mutual respect and shared vision for the future. So respecting what that person's goal is and not trying to change it. Because I also hear that often of, well, maybe I can convince them otherwise. Mm, No, that's not why you get into a relationship. But don't let the external pressures determine your relationship choices. People think that they have to be with a certain type of person because this is what society or their family or their friends expect of them. This is your life. And this is one of the most important decisions, if not the most important decision you'll ever make of who you're going to spend your life with because it's going to determine your happiness. So make sure it is one that reflects you and what you want, what makes you happy and check in with yourself. Are you with them because of how they make you feel or because of how it looks to other people? I see that all the time. Well, people think I should be with this type of woman. Yeah, but do you think that? Does it make you happy? Love at its core is about mutual understanding and growth. Whether you're still searching or have found somebody amazing, try to enjoy the journey. (laughs) And I know that this can be hard. I know that it's so stressful and that it's so confusing, but it's all part of life. And so dating is a part of our life. It's not just this temporary time to get to our end point. We wish it away so often and instead we should just be enjoying it and thinking that every experience, whether it's good or bad, enriches our life in some capacity. Maybe it teaches us something really important that we needed to know. But when you think of it as more of an experience and getting to know a person, it kind of takes the pressure off of, is this my life partner? Right? And if you keep these pointers in mind and as you navigate the realm of relationships, you'll find that genuine connections and Long-lasting bonds are a lot more common than you think. And it might always be a romantic one. It might be a friendship. I've seen so many great friendships come out of these meetings when people don't have that pressure on themselves. But if you remember anything from this conversation, I hope it's be yourself from the start. Masks may be intriguing initially, but over time, they become tiring to wear. And remember, you want someone to fall for the genuine you. I hope these tips were helpful. And until next time, swipe responsibly. If you did enjoy this episode, please subscribe, share it with a friend, take a screenshot, share it on your Instagram page, tag us. We would love to repost it. And if you are single, please fill out an application at lionselite.com.